<laughs> there we go. <clears throat> it's good stuff when you know you've got when you start with a yawn. What's up? Oh, hey, oh. What's up? It's us. And coming back from you live from the apartment. apartment. Hung over again. Hung over again. Sultry voices. A little sip of, a little soft sip of coffee. Oh, little clink. Ding. not nice for us. It's not nice. We're hungover. Uh, he can just beat my ass and MLB the show, yeah. so I'm pissed at him. A walk-off win is a good win. Fuck you. A walk-off win is a good fuck win. Fuck the Cubs. I, want, I earned that. Victory. And most of all, fuck Kyle Schwarzer. <laughs> that fat fucking, just like, grotesque of a man. Schwarbo. I'm anti-Schwarbo. There's no, there's no better way to end a game than with a giant Schwarbo. We're coming at you live. This is episode 6-0, the big 60 of Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? You know what that means. Multiples of five. What do we get to do? Oh my God! Please follow us. Please follow please us. Please follow us. Please I like. Completely subscribe. fall off that that wagon. Yeah, no, it's fine. We can't fall off yeah. that wagon. No, be- we're begging you. Follow us. Share us. Subscribe to us. We're on Spotify. Yeah. And it's. I'll tell you what. I didn't get for a long time why everyone was telling us to go on Spotify. I but I recently have started just relying on Spotify for listening to episodes and stuff. And especially in a city like New York, where you're on a subway or you're on you have a commute. It is so nice, and now that we're doing kind of shorter 20 to 40 minute episodes, yeah. it's so nice to just, your podcast ends and it immediately goes to the next one, and if you need to change podcasts, you want to fast forward, or you miss something, and you want to go back, that 15 second rewind is the coolest thing Does uh, it have on Spotify. Does one and a half times speed, too? I don't... Uh, I really like that maybe. for podcasts. I don't know if I've been able to, to, to figure that out yeah. yet. I'm not very technologically proficient, but it is awesome. So we're on Spotify now. It took us a while, but every episode of Here's a Podcast, you're happy now is on Spotify. You guys should check it out. Share it with your friends. Yeah, make a playlist. It's a, it's a good listen. Make a playlist uh, and then give us credit for it because you owe us. Um, you especially should listen to us on Spotify because we have some bittersweet sad. news. No, I would go straight to sad. Straight to sad news. Pass, yeah. Hashtag sad. Do not pass go. Pass bittersweet. Sad. Sad. Wrong. 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 Sad. Sad. Uh, I, I'm moving. I am departing from this, this concrete bunghole. Uh, and I can't believe and that. what it's what it's given to me and taken from me, and I am uh, again moving to a new place to spread this podcast the only way that has proven effective, which is by word of mouth. <laughs> we're, we're you know it's it, it's it's we have to have a groundswell eventually, and and we just you hit the campaign trail. Yeah, and that's what Keegan's doing. Really, for really, <laughs> really ready for a boost of meeting a bunch of new people and telling them I have a podcast, and then getting a, a momentary boost of new people who listen and then yeah. give up. In the run-up to 2020, Keegan is hitting the road. Yeah, exactly. Grassroots. I've always been a very grassroots-oriented. I love grass. It's the true way to build a movement. Nature. Love nature. Yeah. You know, vibrant greens. That's me. That's right. And and you're moving to a place with much vibrant greens. I won't be going there because I'm afraid of snakes. I'm moving to Texas. I shouldn't have even said that. Classified job. Oh, right. We do a little silent handshake. uh, Sound of a nice from handshake for I've successfully scrubbed my name off the internet. So good luck finding this podcast. So good luck finding this podcast if you search me by my full name, which Which I will never say. Which you don't know. Yeah, you don't know me and you no longer know my address. All right. Good reminder for me not to say your full name. But uh, but yeah, so hitting the road. Um, the the logistics of it are complicated. Do another long road trip for those of you that that were here for season one of the podcast. You'll remember that a very uh, an identical road trip with then an extra little leg on the end of it. Yep. And um, so we are going to be taking kind of a month long hiatus after this episode. Episode sixty will be kind of the end of our here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Season two. Um, we you will be hearing our voices again. 
We are certainly we are going to spend the next month uh, with me kind of moving, and we don't want to do podcasts where I'm podcasting out of my car and the computer's overheating again. Um, we're going to take a month, to kind of figure out what we've been doing well, what we want to do better, how we can kind of bring new stuff to you guys for you know sixty episodes sixty one through eighty five or whatever it is. Yep. For season three, and then we'll be back. Um, and the podcast might be twenty, but. 100, yeah, from episode 61 to episode 1,000. Uh, and yeah, it, it, uh, we might change some things up. We might keep it exactly the same. We're not going to tell you, and we have no reason to. Nope. So uh, so in that month that you'll have, you've Catch got up. 60 episodes of easily Spotifyable uh, episodes. The The good news is that they're largely incoherent, so there's no need to listen to them, to them in chronological order. 100%. They legitimately... Like, you, you would not need to listen to episode... You can listen to episode 3 to episode 57, right. and you enjoy both. Yeah, they, they operate in, in a vacuum. Yep. And if you're on a date, prepare for... I don't think... I stand by I don't think there's any better way to prepare for a date than uh, listen to our podcast. We are the pr- dominant pre-date podcast of New York City. Yeah. And our, soon to be the world. Right. And our friends have such good luck. Like, their love lights are eternally on. And I think it's just because they listen to us all the time. Because our love lights are off. Because our love lights are I we're give giving, them our light. We're giving them our this light. This is our light. You're welcome. We're sharing our gospel. This is our gospel. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's the lowdown. Uh, you are welcome to DM us or post and tag us publicly on how sad you are yep. to be without us for a month. Uh, you owe us as always, please, and please give money to Zafar the Horny Dolphin. Um, on that note, we could not... The original plan for this was to do this uh, kind of a boozy Friday night podcast. Our schedules didn't line up. I fucked so it up. So now we're doing this as a hungover, a very hungover. We drank many liters of beer. <laughs> the only difference was we didn't do the podcast. The boozy still happened. <laughs> the boozing still happened. So now we're hungover. Uh, I did the classic get home really drunk. Sam and watch TV and instead look at my phone until I got the spins and then watched um, 30 seconds of TV before I passed out without drinking any water. Yeah. Woke up. Again, got lost in my phone, which brings me to my in my brain of the week, which is, I don't think that kangaroos are real animals. Say more. I just saw, a, I fell into a Facebook call this morning and one of those videos was a, a, a video of like kangaroos fighting. It's crazy. In one of them, it was like, one of them it was fighting a dude, one of them it was fighting a dog, one of them it was fighting another kangaroo. And by the time I was like the end of the third video of this set I was like the, like these animals are robots like they're not I just they're, kangaroos aren't real yeah I understand exactly where you're coming they're from they're just they're that. not there's no way they're they real they look like people dressed in like very convincing animal suits the way they fight specifically right like they yeah. kind of punch yeah they kind of punch and, and kick like, and they like look like kind of CGI they're really anthropomorphic too like they look like we do but they're nothing like us right right, right. so yeah they're not real I, I, I had someone would tell me for a long time you didn't think lemurs were real. We'll get to that later. But yeah. I, my theory, like kangaroo, just like I, I watch these videos and it. I eventually I was like, this is pretty easy to tell that this is a fake. This is not this is like a person dressed up or a robot. And also, like I want some fact checking on you know that classic picture of like the jacked kangaroo. Mm. That's not real, right? Well, I mean, well, if, if all kangaroos, if, if are, all fake. kangaroos are fake, yeah. So science, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah. science guy, your task for the next month is is prove to us that kangaroos are either real or not real. Yeah. Uh, whether that you do that your own way. Apparently, the alleged 200-pound ripped kangaroo named Roger has actually died. Maybe yeah. I mean, Someone recently. Women are like into him. You know? Yeah. I mean, why not? He's ripped. Yeah. But he doesn't look real. He's chiseled. At all. He's yeah. chiseled. Yeah. No, it's yeah, kangaroos are fake. I, that's that's all there is. I can't argue with that. I I also have never. I'm not sure. Have I ever seen a kangaroo in real life? No. I don't know if I have. Yeah, there's no way to prove it's real or not. Science guy, that's your job. Yep, get on it. 
Um, I guess before we have a couple stories this week, but I think we kind of want to do this as a little bit of a farewell, farewell New York observations. You know, someone who's who's lived here for four years. I'd love to preamble this a little bit too with the you know just just for some context of I've lived with you for many years, many, and you have one of the more unique New York experiences I think of being very large and catching people's eyes, and then also having a t- come talk to me face. And I don't know if I know anyone who so consistently gets in crazy shit in New York as you do. So you'll be missed. And I wonder who you're going to pass that on to. Yeah, I wonder I wonder which of our of our friends, or just random person. Or just random person. Yeah, if you're a random person out there and, and suddenly people start being really weird yeah. around you, like that's, uh, I don't really owe you an apology, but that's my fault and I do apologize. Well, people always say like, you know, New York, like, it's always, crazy stuff happens all the time. And it's like, for me, honestly, not that much crazy stuff happens. Like, it's pretty tame. Yeah. And then you come and you're like, I just had the craziest experience ever where I rode in a cop car to get my this or that. And it's yeah. just like, oh, wow, that actually is happening to you. So. I think I also, I think it, it probably is also a result of terrible decision making on my part that then leads me to desperation. Yeah, maybe. It's um, possible. But that being said, I, I could also just be the giver of of our friend groups or just of the city's crazy experiences. That's possible. I could be, exor- I could be absorbing all of them. I could like I could have been. You're the spot. Yeah, so I mean, the city chewed you up for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It has it has been crazy. I don't think that will change. I think I will continually that that happened before New York, and I, I assume it will continue to happen afterwards. Where I yeah. just use kind of boneheaded, uh, just like decision making to to I don't know make decisions and and have them bite me in the ass. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's slowed down. I think it's changed form, but. I had one the other day where I was in the train station and like there was a crazy looking guy who was standing by the line for the uh, to fill the metro card. Yeah. And I should have just like fucking cut the guy. You should have gotten in line. And instead I asked him. I asked him. I was like, hey, are you in line? And he kind of looked at me and I was like, I Here guess not. And so then I got in line and then I could see him kind of like doing his rant near the turnstile and he turned around and I could see him staring at me and I was like, fuck, I'm the one guy who's interacted with this dude first mistake like obviously he's gonna come fucking mess with me now and he did and he came up and I tried to do the thing where I just ignored him and that lasted for all five seconds and then he was like can you fill up a metric card for me and you did and no I didn't I felt awful but I I was just like I sorry man I was like I can't can't fill up a that's how I knew New York has changed you yeah because Keegan of three years ago would have been like, yeah, let me fill it up and buy you a sandwich and, like, come over. You know? Yeah. yeah. New York ruined it's, it's, you. This place, is, this place has broken me. Well, and a lot of reasons it's broken me is because I've, I've slowly just built a list of things of, like, my lessons from New York. I've got – and I'm going to try to keep this family friendly because of uh, – I'm trying to change. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – instead of my New York fuck yous, you're going to be my New York shame, shame on yous. Shame on yous. Shame on yous. Cool. So I, I just – a lot of these have kind of share similar themes. Yeah. Uh, you text on the stairs. Oh, up from the subway? Anywhere. Any stair in New York City, you shame, text, on, you. shame on you. You walk in the middle of any stair, shame on you. You can't do that. You can't no. walk in the middle. You can't form lanes around you. Like, you go to a side. You're a slow walker. If I see one more person lugging, like, a giant fucking suitcase up the middle of a stairway, yeah, I'm going to trip them. 100%. Suitcase, um, when it's raining. Do, yeah. you, do you have that? I, I, let me let me let you finish, and I'll see if I can Okay, you know, yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, like, if I see someone lugging a giant suitcase up the middle, like, I'll grab the suitcase, walk it to the top, and then push it back down. Yeah. 
and be like, try that, try that, try that, try walking on the side this time. Shame on you. Shame on you because your sh- your shoulders are heavy with shame. Uh, if you're slow on any stairway, sh- shame, shame on, on you. you. Like, is it the city's fault? There are no elevators. Yeah, but get the you hell pick, up the Yeah, you pick. If you're pick able your bodied, if you're able bodied, yeah, you should be getting up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we should be hiring people to carry people up the stairs. Yep. just quicker because we got no time for that. If you walk slowly. Shame. I probably did this the wrong order, but shame on you. <laughs> it just get broader and yeah, broader. Yeah, broader and broader. Yeah, we're gonna start super specific and <laughs> yeah. then expand. If we're walking uh, yeah. in the city. Shame on yeah, you. Yeah, shame if- on you. Well, yeah. Oh, also, wait. So I'm glad I wrote. Th- I don't know what I was drunk when I wrote these down. I think Is so. If you're a slow walker, shame on you. Now we're back to stairs. If you're texting in <laughs> front of any uh, stairs, shame on you. Yep. If I see one more person on their phone. Yeah, these are really like transition. Like a, yeah, like it, transitions are big in New York. Yeah, I think that is key to the city. If you're moving here to New York, nail your transitions down. Hundred percent. I think the majority of conflict in New York is caused via transition. I totally agree. Of with like that. waiting online, waiting in line, getting in and out of subway cars, yeah. uh, like going through the turnstile, going up and down the stairs. Like that's where the majority of conflict I see happens. Yeah, that and drinking in the lower, in the Lower East Side or in Williamsburg. Shout out. <laughs> Uh, texting in the middle of the sidewalk, uh, transitions again. I will, oh, that one I just thought of, uh, subway. If, um, oh, this whole, the whole thing of like the doors open in the subway and like people try to get in before people leave. I don't understand that. Yep. I don't get that. No, there's, it's just like there's so, I mean, for me, there's so many subway rules, like moving in. Yeah, gotta move in. That pisses me off. Well, there's, there's like, there's such a fine line of like what, like you have to abide by the rules, which is like you move in. You make the seat next to you available. You wait for people to get up before you get in. But then, on the other side, you don't fucking freak out if someone touches you by accident. Yeah. Or if someone's bumping you. Right. Because it's fucking the subway. It's for everyone. Yeah. Or like if someone's too close to you, welcome to the fucking subway. Yeah. It like, sucks. There's no... Your life That's sucks. where rules end. Where it's like once you're in there and you have a spot, like I hate when like someone's bag touches me and stuff like that, but it's like, you know what? Don't fucking freak yeah. on me for bumping into you. That pisses me off the most, actually. If you're riding the subway, your life sucks. Yeah. It's on you to accept it. 100%. Like, there's, don't lie to yourself and think that you're living a good life. You're equal just to just like, everyone else in there. It's just like a bad part of your day. Like, no, your entire life is garbage. Yeah. Your entire life is garbage. And it's on. as soon as you realize that, you'll be fine. You get into a metal tube to get to work every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, joke's on you. You, you go to a cattle car to work. Yeah. It sucks. Welcome to the jungle. Oh, we'll, we'll stick with the subway theme. People who lean against the middle bar, the middle pole, that maybe makes me madder than anything in the world. Yeah. You got to be able to fit three hands on the middle pole. At least. You got to go one very high, one kind of at shoulder height for a normal person, and then one low. Any more than that's tough because you also have to consider that like people's bodies are around it, you know, so like already three people around that center pole is not easy. And then everyone gets really freaked out when like the hands the hands down, touch. Touches. Yeah, the hands touching, like that, it always kept you unaware, but it's not something to freak out about. Yep. But you got to have three hands minimum on that. People who stick their elbow, who are sitting, who stick their elbow through the side thing. Uh, that's tough too. Those people are dead to me too. You don't do that. <laughs> that. That's an interesting one. I think I do that. Well, I think it's fine to do it. But like when, as soon as you realize you're touching someone on the other side of it. You got to stop. You got to stop. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a hand rest. Yep. And like you're sitting. Fat people shouldn't be allowed to sit on the train also. <laughs> oh, that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. If you're fat on the train, shame on you. No, you're not shame. Well, yeah. If you're, if, no, if you're fat sitting on the train, shame on you. Fair. You need you need to there needs to be you can't take up two seats. What if you, you got to be able to fit three in between middle bar and and end of seat? Three on the four seater. So it's got to be six. What if be you six take the, What if you take the side seats? 
What do you mean if you take the side seats? By the doors, you know? Oh, I feel that's like those are generally reserved for like larger, yeah, people, yeah, like living there, older people, people, yeah, yeah, people, yeah, 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 people living there. Yeah, I avoid those seats usually. Me too. Yeah, I think that's fine. But like, you got I, I don't want to be so harsh to say fat people can't sit on the subway, but like, you need to you need to find a way to fit six people between the seats, and that if that means four on one side and two on the other, fair. That's so be it. That's just I'm leaving, so I make the rules. That's fair. This is this is my podcast, so you have to anyone who's listening has to listen to me. Uh, I'm trying to think. Most of these are pretty big. Yeah, like a lot of texting in the middle of sidewalks. Uh, I'm walking slowly again, which <laughs> yeah, you can tell that really makes slowly. me mad. Yeah, if you walk slowly here, you're you're a goner. Yeah. Uh, and I think last but not least is walking in a weird diagonal direction. I don't know what that one was. Did you write these when you were drunk? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> walking in a weird diagonal. Yeah, direction. It, it's, uh, the people who are kind of cutting across but not really cutting across. Mm-hmm. That just that just messes you up. Yeah. Make the move. Be an aggressive driver. It's like it's like driving in any place that is aggressive. If you're not driving aggressively, you're the one who's messing things yeah. up. You know. And other than that, I think that's uh, I think that's kind of it. Did like, you like living here? I think it was fun living here. I think I had a good time. Yeah, I don't. Not, I, I think if question. you like living here, yeah. it's like. I don't like. I don't. Does any? I may. I guess some people do like living here. Yeah, I think people do. I don't know if I like living here. I think I had. I think I enjoyed living here. Right. There, there can be. You can do. That's that makes sense, right? Yeah, you can definitely. enjoy living someplace and not like it. I think so. I think you, your answer. I had fun, but I'm not sure I liked it. Makes sense. Yeah, but I do. I mean, I'll miss it for sure. I'll yeah. probably. It might be back. True. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. That's a tough one. I don't know if I can answer that today. I like it. Yeah, it's a hard hitting question. I think because I think it's uh, no. I, I don't think you can say I liked it because there's so many things about it I don't like. There's quite a bit of things. There's quite a bit of things. That is the like. way I think most people yeah. engage with New York, though. Yeah. It's, it's like, beautiful. It's enjoyable. It's a, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It's place. It's crazy. It's there's a million stimulants thrown at you a minute. And stimulants. And stimulants. And people on stimulants. Yep. It's it's amazing. Like there's there's no place stimulants <laughs> better than here to be stimulated. But uh, uh, it's all yeah. I know. It's also awful. I'll miss it. Yeah. It's a love letter to New York. <laughs> I'll miss it. Uh, my, my advice for, so those are my, the things to avoid, uh, for people moving to New York. The things I would encourage people to move into New York is, uh, play the show with your friends. Yes, Beat thanks. Nick in the show. Fuck you. And. Fuck Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I would say NBA, uh, draft your own teams and beat your roommates all the time. I would definitely recommend doing that. I would recommend finding, uh, a guy who works at Bodega and become best friends with him and then. He's just always remember that he was your bodega guy first. This is fucked. And he would he remembered your sandwich and not anyone else's. Not true. And uh, and then remember that you can't refute facts because they're truth. I wish we had film um, for right now while I just shake my head. Uh, I would say um, make sure that you're everyone's favorite and that your everyone hates your roommates would be my next one. Seems pretty <laughs> accurate to our experience in the past couple of years. Everyone hates us. The Bodega Man never remembered my sandwich. I don't even know your name. Fuck you. I walk in. He knows my name. My name is No Cheese. I walk in that bodega and the man yells, No Cheese! at me. And he knows. I don't think we've ever been closer to fighting than the moment we put that to the test. And uh, again, he couldn't remember what your sandwich was. Bullshit. He couldn't remember He yelled, it. No Cheese. Mm. He couldn't remember it. We, we tried this and, and you you're fuck. furious. You fuck. You're, you're, you're furious. You fuck. I knew him first. <laughs> he didn't. 
He did. did. Oh my god. Fuck you. Move on. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm glad we're taking a hiatus. I'm glad you're moving. I wish you were dead. Yeah. I wish you were dead. I'm gonna put wanted signs up for you in all the bodegas now. This man steals. When you come back, this man man steals hearts. Yeah. No. Fuck you. This man steals one dollar bags of ruffles with sour cream, cheddar, and sour cream. This man steals hearts. Uh, We're on to our stories of the week. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Uh, we've got some great stories. This first one is maybe the one I'm most excited about. It was written for the pod. These, I think. yeah, it was written for the pod, absolutely, and also it's just the fact of that there's a clear pod theme uh, that I didn't really notice until I was basically done writing about it. Yeah, we've got this happened earlier in the month, probably ten, ten or so days, maybe two weeks ago. Alabama man arrested uh, for I think wilderness cruelty. They found that he was keeping a squirrel, a pet attack squirrel in a cage and feeding it meth to make it more aggressive. Nick, what was the squirrel's name? Uh, D's Nuts. Yeah, so attack squirrel named D's Nuts methed up. Um, obviously, you can't, you're not allowed to, I guess you're not allowed to feed animals meth, uh, regardless no. of what your intention is. Uh, the, the, the meth head confessed to having a pet squirrel and keeping it in a cage, which is illegal in Alabama. You're not allowed to keep squirrels in cages. Uh, but he did. He he denied he, feeding it meth. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite parts of the story is this dude's thirty-five. Yeah. Like keeping a squirrel and feeding it shit seems like something a real like seventeen-year-old would do. Right. Right. It's like, oh, we caught this squirrel. Let's see what we can do to it. But I, it's hard to deny that you're feeding it meth when you're a thirty-five-year-old who's keeping a squirrel in a cage. Right. Well, it's just it's it's funny how like meth makes you act differently than normal people, which yeah. is weird. It's not for something I've really appreciated that much it's also a rough uh there's a picture from the sheriff's office of arresting him it's a rough picture yeah he doesn't he, he looks like he's on he looks like he's on yeah that. it looks like he sort of has like a full stomach tattoo yeah kind of and then they've got him on the ground handcuffed i will say if you are getting a stomach tattoo you are the uh you're the most confident person in the world yeah what i mean what do you think like would a squirrel even be a good attack pet? I think having an attack squirrel is awesome. Yes, I do think a squirrel... I think squirrels are inherently cute. I think that people know that squirrels are aggressive, but they lose out on most aggressive kind of rodent marsupial to yeah. the raccoon. Agreed. Which is which I think everyone looks at it and is like, that thing is not nice. Like, yeah. squirrels, I think everyone wants to be nice. Possums are gross, Yeah, too. and like flying squirrels, they attack... It, squirrels are fucking scary. I had that one experience with a squirrel trapped in my bathroom, and it was... Uh, they're fucking I don't fast. want to ever do that again. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. fast and they're scary. And you're like, this is not that small of an animal. We're yeah. not talking chipmunks here. No, squirrels are, are sizable. You can't feed meth to a chipmunk. No. Squirrels are sizable. So I, I think it's a great idea. I think the name's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally on board with this. The, 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 the best thing about this is it ties into a, a pod plot line that we've been running since the opening episodes of this show almost two years ago, which is... People love sharing meth. True. I forgot about that. People love to share meth. Yeah. Like, it is crazy. You'd think it'd be weed. No, but, it's meth. But it's meth. Like, the number of stories you see where it's a meth head giving meth to someone else, like putting meth in a coffee cup for yeah, his kids, you, or like... You're really going to enjoy this. Handing meth out. In this case, giving meth... Like, meth isn't cheap. No. Meth is expensive. And you're really addicted to it, generally, so it right. doesn't seem like something you'd want to share. You'd be like, no. my meth. Right. 
back off from my mouth. I think that just shows that like we're breaking we're breaking stereotypes here. <laughs> meth. It's a party drug. <laughs> <laughs> meth. It makes you want to share. Yeah. Like we've seen way more stories about people getting super aggressive on weed and like biting people's dicks off from being high on the mar- on the devil's lettuce, on the and, marijuana. Which is crazy. Which is crazy, as yeah. opposed to we've seen many more meth stories where people just want to share their meth. Yeah. And share joy. Look, I'm looking over the story really fast, and there is... There's definitely some meth head behavior in here, but one of my one of the funniest parts of this is that he acknowledges the squirrel is aggressive and bites people, but he's like, no, but it's not trained to do that. <laughs> it's like I never trained. I've had this baby and it bites people and is very angry, but like I'm not giving it meth so it does that. Right. I love that he's like, oh yeah, no, it is dangerous. I mean, based on the evidence we have so far, he could be giving it meth to calm it down. Yeah. Which I don't think can be overlooked either. He, he's quoted saying, the public isn't in danger from the meth that squirrel in the neighborhood. He's not on meth, I'm pretty sure. Better not to find out. He, better not find out he's on meth anyway. I don't think he likes that shit. Better not find out he's on meth anyway. Yeah, this guy's on meth. <laughs> and so is the squirrel. His squirrel child might be sneaking meth when he's not looking. D's nuts. <laughs> and if D's nuts is sneaking meth, oh, D's nuts is going to get A punished. A 35-year-old man who named his pet squirrel D's nuts. Oh, sounds like a Florida thing. Sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. He sounds like a fun guy. Yeah, I give this story an A plus for being from Florida and an A plus for sharing your math. Keep but he's doing in Alabama. It. It's not Florida. Oh, you're right. But he's a Florida man. He's from Florida, Florida. living in Alabama. Is he really? I think he right. Yeah, Florida man. I remember the headline now. God, that's amazing. I, th- I could be wrong. I don't know. Let's no, go no with I'm it. never wrong. I'm never wrong. Uh, we'll hit this next one real quick. Uh, a 19 year old pled guilty to sneaking into a zoo and stealing a lemur. We've all thought about it. We've all thought of why. Well, that's the thing I'm curious about. Is at what point. Do you pick out a one lemur and you're like, he's mine. I'm gonna get buy bolt cutters and sneak in and steal them. I think I've had that thought though, zoos where I was like, getting in here wouldn't be so hard. After that's hours, true. Like, you can definitely get into a zoo. But and at take what an point are you like, I'm gonna take care of this animal better than the zoo? Oh yeah, no, never. But what animal would you steal? And it has to live in your house, and it has to like. Well, I mean, it can't be like tigers because they're sick. The zoo, it's like, it's like the choice really is only monkey. Yeah, penguin. Oh yeah, penguin. They smell really bad though. I think. Really? I just they're so like wet. Yeah, they are wet. Do they have to? Do they have to do that? You give it baths, I, <laughs> I guess. They, I don't know if they have to. <laughs> yeah, why you gotta be so wet all the time, penguin? You gotta be like this. I think it's gotta be a monkey. Yeah. And I think that's like I think you know there's been too many. Freaking that monkey and friends ruined it for everyone. Like, now everyone wants a pet monkey. Yeah. I could get, like, a cool turtle. Turtles, I wouldn't get a turtle. I wouldn't get, like, a snapping turtle, but i get, like, a cool you, you, dude, you would, you would tortoise. Get, you'd think you didn't get a snapping turtle, but you would have one. What if there was just, like, in this apartment, I'm walking around, like, one of those really old Galapagos tortoises. Be- Where would it walk around? Oh, <laughs> look at it. It's got plenty of it's room like to roam. like, one long hallway. Yeah, just walk back <laughs> and forth a, Everyone that. would step on the turtle. It could eat the plants. I, everything, I'm, uh, I'm down with that. Yeah, if it ate the plants, I'd be cool with it. That, that's probably what I would... Penguin, turtle, twiddle. <laughs> yeah. Monkeys yeah. Can just... Twiddles, can they catch mice? No. All right, yeah. I'm still into it. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of <laughs> it for the story. The guy, the guy stole, the, stole the monkey and then I think held on to it for all of a day and then basically I mean, put it in a container <laughs> and was like, uh, I stole this from the zoo. Please return. <laughs> it's... It's kind of badass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not... It, what I hope we're not going to get now is a bunch of, of zoo pet stealing imitators where now people are like, oh, you can just take animals from the zoo. Yeah. His uh, his mugshot is not great either. I'm Just another one to, to look up. Um, he's also being investigated for 
uh, was already known to investigators for being charged in a string of home burglaries. Oh, so he's a thief. He's a thief. He's stolen okay. diamonds, Rolex watch, and other expensive jewelry. Oh, so he might he might be addicted to stealing. Yeah, I think he's addicted to stealing. That could be. Also, the fact that he gave it back. He's also viral. This guy's crazy. He's viral for what? Uh, he surfed on an air mattress. Oh, this guy's crazy. Yeah, this guy's just kind of got a thing. Like, I don't know. He needs some help. Oh, we gotta watch this video later. I'm surfing on air mattress. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, sorry to lose my train of thought. No, there, that, I mean, that, that added to the story. His He's name's nuts. Aquinas. Aquinas? That's his first name. Yeah, that actually does sound like the type of guy to steal a monkey. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but it sounds like I steal. Uh, last story of the week. This one is a good one. No better story to end season three of Here's the Podcast, Are You Happy Now? Season two of Here's the Podcast, Are You Happy Now? Well, uh, exotic looking bird was found, captured by authorities, and it ended up that it was just a seagull covered in curry. Yep. A gold seagull. An exotic-looking bright orange bird rescued by a wildlife hospital. They just gave him a bath. And they're like, oh, it's just a seagull. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, uh... Seagulls are, yeah. The name of the wildlife hospital is Tigglywinks. Tigglywinkles Wildlife Hospital. There you go. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to take care of the, care of the gulls. And my first question was, how does a seagull get so covered in curry that it turns completely orange? They don't answer that, but they do say that this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah, because it is. If you look up photos of this, like it's not like this is a splattered seagull. No, like, this is a seagull that that rolled, that rolled in curry. Well, and it the, it answers it from the other seagull they've caught, they found doing this, which was in 2016, a seagull fell into a vat of chicken tikka masala. Wow! Trying to eat. Where are there these vats? These open vats of of food that seagulls can get into. Like, this is like in Gloucestershire in England. Is that how you say that? Like. That's I'm not close. fucking eating food there. If there's vats outdoors that seagulls can dive into, the problem yeah. should be like, where is? Why is he covered in curry powder? And we need to go shut that restaurant down. Yeah, that's that is shocking. That is just outdoor vats of because yeah. I'm just in the UK. There are seagulls everywhere. It is insane. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I guess there. Yeah, I'm curious to see how far that inland gulls can go. I guess it's anywhere because like they're all over. Yeah. But now they're just they're dive bombing. No one's safe. Why? But why is there vats of Indian food outside? That I don't have an answer for that. It's like that great. There's a great picture of there's a, a dumpling place, Prosperity Dumpling in New York, that is the cheapest place in the world that we went once, and it got shut down recently. It gets shut down all the time. And then reopens for health code violations. Where it's a woman outside making the dumplings, and they're just a rat scurrying around, like underneath her outdoor cooking station. <laughs> Quick, we used to eat there. Quick tangent on that. Yeah. That's actually, that's insane because in New York, if you get shut down or fail a, a food inspection, you yeah. have to retake the food, the, the, the health license. and food licensing exam. Yeah. And I'll tell you, someone who took that exam and got a 90 on it, uh, I own the city. It's mine. It's reopened. It's, uh, that's a lot of work. It's a, it's, a, it's a really annoying test to have to take. Yeah. Here's where they were... Uh, preparing some yeah, of the food that's I mean yeah a rat infested I, I mean I could I could fail it I could give that a failing food inspection grade from that overhead Google Maps photo yeah of three people in an alley but I think a seagull diving into a vat of your food also should have that, you yeah. fail a health inspection test so yeah. the funny part of the story they're rats in the sky yeah they are sea, they're sky rats they're sky rats and they're dive bombing our seagulls. Indian food I'm all in on seagulls really fuck seagulls I I, I well, I just think they're funny. Like I think they're they, they contribute. I still don't agree with that past story. Of the guy who got arrested for punching a seagull. Like, I don't know. You should, be able, you should be able to punch a seagull. I agree. <laughs> yeah, you disagreed at the time. Did I? Yeah. 
just gonna, I'm not going to say I'm a steel trap, but... What are, why, on what grounds? Uh, I think you were saying that it... Uh, I can't remember your argument. I think you said that it... it you At that point, you just have to, like... You got caught. That was what. You were like, if you get caught punching a seagull, then you deserve to be... You know, basically, you were like... You, I didn't agree with you, but you were like, if you get agreed... If you get, if you get agreed punching a seagull, you deserve to be executed. This is a really strong take on your part. I was like, we should... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> doesn't sound all that much like me, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, you got to talk. We have to get you yeah, something. Like, you have to talk know, to someone. You're going to talk after the podcast. That's how justice you can, works. You can yeah. let me know. Look, if you get caught punching a seagull, you get to die. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that seagulls. Dive in. So I guess uh, if we are learning things from this week's podcast, it's don't walk slowly on the stairs in New York. Nick is not very good at the show. Fuck if, you. Uh, if you want to share your meth, you're just like every other meth user. Yeah, if your name is Aquinas and you love stealing shit, eventually you're gonna steal a monkey. That's why you, you have to. That's, and you need to that's why. You, that's the broken windows theory. Uh, theory. Yeah. You know, of like if you don't stop someone from from, from stealing jewelry and stuff, or gonna, surfing on air mattresses, they're gonna steal a monkey eventually. Yeah. It's gonna get bad. Uh, and I wouldn't eat any curry in England. Or if you are eating curry in England, I I just really know that sure a seagull a seagull has been dive bombing in it. Yeah. Exotic birds are hot. Well, that was episode, uh, <laughs> episode 60 years of podcast. You're happy now. Uh, in like a, or like March, in like a line, out like a whimper. Like yeah, a, like a, a, a really classic hungover episode. To, not to, our best. To, to, to end this season. Thanks for listening. Share. Listen all the way back uh, through Spotify. You know the deal. Share, subscribe, like, uh, support us. Tell us you love us, etc. Shout out to our sponsor cities, Steamboat. It's <laughs> Nick Yons. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor cities, Steamboat, Chicago, <laughs> Los Angeles, yeah. Gunjani, yeah. Philadelphia, Not, Boston, New York, and soon to be Austin. Soon to be Austin. Soon to be Austin. Bon voyage, Keith. Bon vo- thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, and you'll hear from us in a month. Episode 60, Here's the Podcast, You're Happy Now. Season 2, Here's the Podcast, You're Happy Now. This was Here's the Podcast, You're Happy Now. Nick, are you happy now? Keegan, I'm not happy. Are you happy now? Never will be happy. So don't ask me again. Until next time. Talk to you next month. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.